just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Good morning. Bless all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Please sit down. Let's do our name it, claim it. It's been a while, but it's very important. Amen. How many believe in confessions? Okay. So I want you to say this after me today we want to confess about victory so close your eyes whilst you're seated and please say this after me say I project and predict victory in all that I do and say I am happy because God is on my side I cannot fail because the greater one is in me Jesus told me that he will be with me Because he is with me, I cannot be vanquished. If God is for me, who can be against me? If God is for me, with me and in me, what evil can succeed against me? In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers can separate me from the waning touch of God. I am persuaded that neither entities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other creature can prevent me from experiencing my blessings in Christ. I declare that every battle I am facing is turning to my favor in the name of Jesus. Things are working out in my favor. Every enemy that rises every enemy that rises against me this week shall fall for my sake in the name of Jesus Christ. I reverse every evil word spoken against my life and my family from today in the name of Jesus I refuse bad news and evil tidings therefore I am blessed and highly favored God has freed me from disgrace I don't have unbeliever friends I have freed myself of all bad company I cannot be defeated anymore I am not confused I am not unhappy. I am no longer discouraged. I am no longer depressed. I am stress-free. I speak to every dark area in my life and command the light of God to show the way in the name of Jesus. No danger comes near my dwelling place. I pass all my exams. I overcome all temptations, trials and tests. In the time of famine, the Spirit of God gives me wisdom. 
I have victory in all that I do. In Jesus mighty name. Just for two minutes, thank God with your confession. Something good has happened. You have declared into your future. The Lord is honoring you. Something wonderful is established in your life. And as you believe it, it's happening practically from this morning in the name of Jesus. And God's people say, Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you're looking beautiful this morning. On I'm not catching say why you are not paying. Maybe some say anybody. Also, Diana, did you dream? How many dreamt last night into this morning? Lift up your hand and receive the grace to dream. Amen. This morning I'm talking about SSMG Part Three. I'm not finishing now, so. <laughs> you need to know what SSMG means. I'm going to go up to like 22 weeks. Yeah, because each campaign will be a day. So I'm not finishing now. So, this morning I want us to look at the first of the SSMG. And so those who are operating, if you can put it on the screen, I've been talking about Shabby Shepherding Must Go. Pachobin Kendi Mechi. Shabby shepherding must go. Please say it again. For the last time, please. And if you remember, we gave out the codes as S S S H H A B B I E S M U U S S S T T T G O. That is Shabby shepherding must go. So today we just want to look at the first one, which is the first S, which is soul winning campaign. And the reason why God wants us to look at it as the first is because it is something that is on the heart of Jesus. And that Yesu Akuma because for the church to grow, we need to be a soul winning church. And maybe you can add a mission conscious church. And because Jesus, it is said that in Luke chapter 19, I want us to look at Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It says that for the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. He has come to where? He has come from heaven to this earth. Can you imagine we always would travel to a place because of something that is usually dear to us. If you are, if you are traveling to Abuchi, I don't think you are just traveling to go and make a loss. Usually you have an agenda. For Jesus to leave a very glorious place like heaven and come down to a very some way place like this as I see so. A very dark place. Oh, so now she has as I see so. Now yes, you feel baby, eh, No, but baby, Why? Bible say, He came to seek and to save. He came to seek and to save. He came to seek and to save. Jesus came to seek and to save. Somebody say amen. A better amen. amen. I want him to enter into your heart. He came to seek and to save. Jesus didn't come to give us money. He came to seek and to save. 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 He came 
He came to seek and to save. Seek, just say, he came to seek and to save. That's why Jesus came. So if he came to do that, how come that when he left, the church is not doing what he came to do? Look at you and me. How many of us are seeking and saving? We are seeking money. We are seeking money. The church has become actually a place where we, the pastors, I don't know what God will do to us, but it has become a place where it's almost like when you need money, go to church. The pastor will prophesy. <laughs> that is why when we have conventions that has to do with soul winning, few people come. When you have conventions to do with money blessing, you see other people are here. This morning, God wants me to talk to us as a family. Let us renew our mind. Jesus' church stands for seeking and saving. Seeking and saving. So you're Christodina There is a problem. There is a problem. You do have in a, God will not be happy with us. There is a problem. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, when was the last time you won a soul? Some of you are not talking. Respect the anointing. I say, ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor, when was the last time you won a soul? And tell your neighbor, tell me, tell me. <laughs> tell me. And tell your neighbor who is saying it's been a while that you are backslided. Tell him or her. Communicate with the person. So what, 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 what backslided? How many agree with me that you, are ba- you have backslided? Let up your hand and let me see. How many are changing from today? How many are changing from today? How many are changing from now? This church, if you see, when noticians are sorry, we have something they use to describe the church. So, this church is a deliverance church. Oh? There are some churches that are called what? Prosperity church. Some are prophetic church. Some are, oh, prayer church. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Am I, am I talking to you? Yes. Am I really talking to you? Yes. Like if you look at action, what will you say? What church is action? Prayer. How about you? Right from there. Papa na, nyankupo yinu as a founder, a archbishop, Duncan Williams, the voice cry here. Prayer. The bishops, you know, we hear prayer. I mean, I'm the Lord. I mean, prayer. What do they grow in with you on a prayer? Yeah, they show one so. In the same way, you see some churches also, they said this one is deliverance. How many know a deliverance church? I don't know. Any deliverance church? Huh? Pastor Ampiakofi's church is deliverance. Prayer. Another prayer church. What about this man of God, chief? Chief, yeah. Prophetic? You say it's a prophetic church? What about resurrection power? Deliverance? So, what about uh, this, our church? You see, we don't know. What? What? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. You see, you are inside, so you are. But if people are looking at us, what can say? That's why I'm a casual assembly. What can you? I don't. I think people will be confused. They'll be confused. Ah, 
That's why is it a deliverance church? No. Is it a prosperity church? No. Is it a praying church? Really? No. I don't think we are praying church. Because even my voice is not prayer. <laughs> we pray, but it's not a praying church. But you see, when you look at our founder, Bishop Dad, and what he stands for, he stands for souls. But is it true that the branches that must look like where he is, we are like that? And you see, for you, everything that characterizes the church, you know, the church drives it as a campaign. But if you see the deliverance churches, they are all into deliverance. If you see the prosperity churches, they all believe in prosperity big time. If you see the praying churches, they are all into prayer. So if we say soul winning church, we must all be into soul winning, which is not the case. I don't think. And that's what God wants me to drum into our hearts this morning. Sir, we must be a church that will be here and say, ah, okay, sorry, me call an account. Ah, sir, lighthouse, I'm sorry, here. Into my only name, Christ, I will touch you here. Into my office, I will cut in the answer, my trouble. But it is not so. It's in a saloon. Christ, I will start winning souls because what characterizes you must come out of you freely, naturally. 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 Bishop. Reverence. Pastors. When people look at us, are we, can we be described as so winning? I don't think so. I'm, I'm fat. I don't think so. I'm not saying I don't win so. You can't call me a driver. Because you know, when I do all things, I drove to church. I drive to where I'm going. But you can't call me a driver. A driver is somebody who does it as a kind of a profession or much of my time. You know? That's what he does. So we can characterize the person as a driver. Who will fear now to me for the friend of the nail that one. You can't call yourself a carpenter. No. So in the same way, we usually call people who are into the thing, that thing. And you know, for you to really be a soul winner, or call a soul winner, that is what you do naturally. Amen. This Sunday, I'm not just preaching. God has instructed me to tell our church, we are not doing what he wants us to do. We are not. We are not. And some of you, when we get to heaven, God will hit me because I didn't tell you. As your pastor. I'm not here to preach a nice message. I'm telling you what God wants me to say. Right from all of us. The first thing that was okay to you say, hey, let me Kenya me some children, you know. That should be your blood. It should be your heart. You'll be shocked, sir. The praying churches, through their prayer, God blesses them because that's the calling for the church. The deliverance church, none of them is wrong. But what the Lord has given the founder is what matters. The deliverance churches, as they do the deliverance, then God blesses them. So the deliverance churches, they even teach their members how to do deliverance. In the same way, if this is our church, which is standing for soul winning, as we do it, that's how God blesses us. 
as we send people out. That's how God blesses us. This church started as just few people. Bishop Dark and few people. This is 30 something years ago. 1988. And today, it has spread into 95 nations with churches all over. Why? Because that's what we stand for. The deliverance churches, they don't, they don't think about branchings. They don't think about those things. They think about praying. Like if you look at the Archbishop Duncan Williams Church, they are into prayer so they can just organize prayer for the nation. Prayer for this. That is their calling. That is an emphasis. Yes, yeah, emphasis in here. So winning. That's why it's number one of what I'm talking about. Me you know, in Proverbs chapter 30, there's something, whoever is controlling should. <laughs> okay, is it 30, 11, 11, 30? I think 11, 30. You see that the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of Ukristuni. Ukristuni Abba also. The fruit of the righteous is a tree. But the tree is a tree of life. Eternal life. The fruit of the righteous is eternal life. So is your fruit eternal life? I'm not talking about being a pastor. I'm not talking about being a pastor. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about being a pastor. Righteous, righteous in Christ only. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. I'm not talking about reverend. I'm not talking about pastor. I'm not talking about bishop. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Uncle Mike, my fruit, your fruit, Auntie Maud, your fruit must be a tree. Reverend Lord, a tree. A tree of what? Life. A tree of mangoes. When people meet you, nothing really happens. They are rather your customers. Hey, heaven is you. Heaven is you. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. No, yeah, no. See, semicolon or trash here. And he that winneth souls is wise. Do you know? I didn't know, Or see, you'll be a wise, you'll be a new how to handle things properly. What to do with what he has. Do you Because, no, 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 Da 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 da
Because we say, are social, you are growing weaker. You are growing. We moved around five years ago. I'm so sure I say, hey, Charlie, me knew. Who knew because who knew? Who knew because who? Yeah, yeah, but from back. I mean, you, you, you now know that you are coming down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can see that the body is becoming weaker and weaker. What is a message? Like, Charlie, so am I using my life? I say, he that winneth souls is wise. He that does not win souls, it means that you are not wise. Deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 3. You are not wise. That's why prophet Doug says that, Charlie, let's show that we are wise by giving our life to what Jesus, the founder of the church, gave his life for. To seek and to save that which is lost. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. And I'm just going to read some few things here and then we are closing. My time is almost up. Daniel 12, 3. And they that be wise shall shine. So those who win souls are one of those who are wise. They shall shine. So people who are wise shine. People who are wise shine. That is why you even shine from as as you are, you are doing this thing. You shine. That's why today we hear of Prophet Dag everywhere. Is there, there, there. Because he's, he's into it and he has sent most of his sons and daughters. Hey, where are we here by Santa? Where are we here by Santa? Where are we here by Santa? Where are we here by You see that you shine. Amen. It is true. Where are we here by baby? But today, and I'm so You begin that you shine at your workplace. And say, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. So he's showing you how you shine as the brightness of the firmament. And then he went on to say that, and they that turn many to Christianity or to righteousness, 
they shall shine as the stars forever. Your cast stars are not just the cream of society. The cream. We know them because they are the cream of the society. Or see, when you win soul, as one of your showing that you are wise, you will shine as a star in heaven forever. Proverbs chapter 3. I think there's a nice scripture there. Verse 35 or so. I'm not too sure if it's correct. Fine. Yeah. The wise shall inherit glory. But shame shall be the promotion of fools. So as you win souls as a wise person. You will inherit glory. Glory means beauty. To be a child, I will say, Hey, wife, hey, Bishop, why are you nice? Hey, sister, why are you nice? Sometimes, any day, I will be out you. And this could be out But there's something called glory. It's only God who can give you glory. It's only God who can give you glory. That thing is on you. When people say that, there's something on you. Prophet Doug is almost 60 years old. Anytime he stands in his ministry, you can see there's glory. There is glory. There is glory. People have money, but you see that there is no glory. There is no glory. Because you are not thinking about others. You see, so winning is thinking about others. Jesus came from heaven to earth to come and show us that he's thinking about us. Because we are struggling. And he came to help us. Now, listen. Many churches are not conscious of lost souls. Neither are they conscious of missions to win souls. This is obvious because of what sometimes the pastors are preaching. Today, most churches are fed on doctrines of success, prosperity, and all the things that you can think about. But, to build a mega missionary oriented church, you need to have a congregation that is conscious of soul winning. And that's what, when Jesus looks down from heaven, Reverend Amar, he's looking at a church that should be conscious of souls. A church must prioritize what Jesus has prioritized. A church must love what Jesus loves. A church must have on its heart what Jesus had on his heart. First Timothy 1.15 Bible says that this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. That he says that, that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners of whom I am chief. So Jesus, Paul was teaching Timothy that Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom he, Paul, who used to be Saul, has been saved. Huh. What about me and you? How are we going to save that today when you see somebody who is misbehaving? Don't say Don't talk like that. Rather pray and talk to the person. We easily accuse people without helping them. Hey. Now what could this go say? What are we doing about that? Who should save them? We are called the saviors of men. Who should save them? You and I must save them. 
Some of you, it's even a disgrace that you, your own siblings, you don't, you have done nothing about it. You have done nothing about their salvation. It's a disgrace to your, your life. It's a disgrace to your family. It's a disgrace to what God has used his blood to do. It's a disgrace. So you're Christian, you're not thinking about your brothers and sisters. You have not even prayed for them. You have not even tried to share books with them. You have not even shared revelation with them. You have not even told them about Jesus. And they are dying and going to hell. Hey! That's my observation and my opinion. And I'm entitled to at least one opinion according to the constitution of Ghana. At least one. Thank you, Reverend. That's my opinion. A lot of the things that people easily would point here, it is rather here. Hey, remember you. Hey, remember you. Remember you, pa. Oh, it's true. That's my opinion. Hey, oh, share ma omuko tamale omuko omu omu wama eti track so wako kofa bayire efi bokina fasuaba. Please, I said, what? Why are you struggling at that just to get some small money? Ladies who do anything, you give yourself to a man just because of money. I'm not saying all. Oh, I'm just using generalization. Why don't you use what you are doing to reach out to people who are not saved? Do not be deceived by huge ministries that promote materialism and the grasping of riches. Sometimes you see large gatherings about and your deception is lying to them. Let's not be deceived by those large gatherings. Rather, we should look at the large gatherings that are based on the truth, which is so winning. So, that's one, one of the churches that in Ghana, or even in Africa, I think, and I think Bishop Dag also thinks, it's one of the best churches is Winners Chapel. Because the founder, Bishop Oyede Paul, does not talk about anything much. But souls and look at that church, they are rather prosperous. Members of that church are rather prosperous because as they win souls, they see promotion. They see, I'm telling you, look at Witness Chapel well, they are one of the most richest ministries. One of them church, churches that have church members who are prosperous. But what do they do? Souls, everybody is in a cell. When you join the church within one year, you must be leading a, a cell. A cell, a cell which is what we call a basenta. They are involved in taking care of people, salvation of people. That is what they do. But those who are talking about money, 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 they don't have money. It is the pastor who has the money. And is driving nice cars, aeroplane, whatever. Camels in his house. If that's what you want, I'll do that for you. I'll talk about prosperity. And when I, when I talk about prosperity, I connect it to you sowing into my life. And you see, I start having huge things. But that's my change. And I'll be blessed. I have money. You too, you have some small, small church, hey, mommy. But when we die and go to hell, God will beat all of us. As against, I'm not really interested in money. Charlie, go and win the souls. And then as you are doing that, God is blessing you and God is blessing me. It may not be too much, but at least we are happy. And the Savior is happy. Which one do we want? 
The Lord is telling me now that some of you, when you come to church and we close, it's finished until Sunday. Be careful. Because you see, Christianity is not just coming to church and listening to your pastor and go. Christianity is having a daily encounter with Jesus. But during the week, as I would hear, no, na ni nyango pompe so catch on a realm. That is Christosun. Jesus said, "The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life." Can I have a better amen? amen? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. This morning we are being blessed. God did not send Jesus Christ into this world to distribute earthly riches. Wealth and material goods. You will notice Jesus urging his followers to sell even what they had. To distribute to the poor and to follow him. You will notice Jesus Christ warning his followers not to lay up treasures on earth. As is the manner of some. You will notice Jesus Christ warning that you cannot serve God and mammon. So how come that rather the church has become a church where we are rather talking about amassing wealth. Whereas Jesus did not really, I don't have time, I think next week I'll talk about it. I met a man of God. I had gone to officiate a funeral for a church member who had died. And this man of God met me. And he looked at me. And he said, I don't know So when we finished everything, myself and the people I was with, we went. And when we got there, big house, no chair. Big house. Big house, no chair. And then when we got there, the man commanded Nima to bring some bench. So they brought a bench we sat on. And he sat face to face me. No, say, let's pray. And when he prayed, he said, Minimo, I know you. No, say, please, from where? No, say, heaven. No, say, heaven? I became confused. No, say, oh. No, say, in Fise, some years ago, he mentioned the specific years. You had an accident. I had an accident too. And when I had an accident, I went into coma for 40 days. I don't know the man from anywhere. But as he was talking, the pastor of the town had heard of the man's name, but he didn't know him. He said, are you the apostle so-and-so? He said, yes. And I went to coma because Sunday morning, he was moving from his church to another branch to go and preach, and he had an accident on the commercial road. And went to coma for 40 days. So he was telling me that when he went to Tacoma, he went to heaven. And in heaven, there are different classrooms. And I was, I was one of the people in that particular classroom he was in. There were 40 people. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> and as he was talking, it began to dawn on me that accident, 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 accident. I, it, it was not clicking. Then he started saying, when... You go for that lecture, I see different classrooms. The classrooms depend on whatever. There are people who have gone into coma and they will die. Those people, they are not in that classroom. This classroom that he was in, are people have had an accident and they had to come back and tell people that this is what happened. I said, what are you talking about? I said, in the classroom, if you remember, then you look at me, if you remember. Our lecturer will come and he will give us things to write on. And when we write on whatever is lecturing, after the lecture, he will, they will collect everything. 
And here on earth, what it means is that when they collect everything, now you are able to pick things. And then it clicked to me that, ah, that is the prophetic. Like, I can look at you and then pick things because it is on a file. So he was explaining things to me. And he said, he ended by saying that, ah, you don't remember. And one of the things that the lecturer taught us was we don't have to amass things on earth. That was one of the last lectures before I left. Then you don't know me that many years ago the Lord told me I shouldn't amass things. Because if I was to amass, I would be a wealthy guy, very, very dangerously wealthy because I've worked in money before. But I, I don't, I, 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 I live a very, very down to earth simple life. So when he said that, it connected, and it connected to Prophet Dad, and said that. He said, since he came, and he came back after the 40 days, when he came back, this house is one of his houses. As a sovereign. Huge. He gave everything out. Gave his cars. Gave, as he was talking, one of his pastors came in. I said, that, Papa, he said, me sovereign back Ukraine. Be sorry, me make us Me near mommy when you know, me japa dear. Away. No, say, Papa, where's your idea? Okay, who did you not teach In front of us. Then, as he was about to finish, I remembered that I had had an accident. It wasn't a car accident. That year that he, he was talking about was a year that in my marriage there was so much tension that. We got to a point where we said, we think we are not for each other. We need to divorce. That season was hell for me. Not knowing in heaven it was an accident. And it took 40 days. I didn't know. But it took 40 days. And that season was like going to coma. I said, Lord. And we started weeping, all of us. And the anointing in the man's house. And since then, I've not seen him again. Don't you go. Five minutes. What's it? Ten minutes. Let me show. For me, as I'm working on this world, my heart is huge. I don't live, I don't, I don't see things the way ordinarily you should see things at all. Where I sit, I sit as a privileged brother who is sent to tell people what they must know. Don't take what I'm saying lightly. And yes, God gave me the opportunity to meet the man of God so that I can understand some things that he has done, he's doing, and he will do. It is time to build a soul winning mission conscious church. What is a soul winning mission conscious church? A soul winning mission conscious church is a church which is conscious of God's agenda on earth. 
It is a church that wants to win souls. Start missions and go into the the world preaching the gospel. That's a church. This church, if we become a soul winning conscious church, some of you even come and tell me, say, Pastor, so that is how you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you will even look today. The churches that we have in the UD and the UO, First Love and then UD, it's because young people, old people, different kinds of ages and situations decide to just want to go somewhere to go and spread the gospel. Sometimes they go to a place and then look for a job and then stay there and start a church. They are not being paid by the church. They are not being paid by the church. But making an impact. And all of them have good testimonies. You will be shocked. Say you go to a place. And that place that you go to. God, you are going to start a church. But God will give you a better job than you even thought of. That's how God blesses. When God sees your heart. That your heart is after souls. He gets interested in you. When I went to Uganda. 1999. I went there to win souls. To start a church. Our first African sent mission church. And at a point for the church to work, registration and all that, I had to get a job. I did building technology in school. Here was I in a foreign land trying to get a job. I didn't get a job until two years later. Then I got a job. And this job was a big time job. I did not really qualify. Because let's say, are you Ugandan? And then number two, somebody who has a second degree. I didn't have all that. But then I knew somebody who was willing to do some talk to somebody to know somebody to get that job. And finally I got it. And the job was such that I was in charge, I was a consultant engineer and also the project engineer of major projects, projects that the government was undertaking to build schools in the whole of Uganda. <laughs> and then and so I was supposed to go and monitor. There's a different thing, supervise and monitor. So I was supposed to, as an engineer, go and then monitor the works that are being done and then write my report and send it to Ministry of Finance before they pay contractors. Huge! And I said, God, I don't deserve them. God said, it is not by you don't deserve. I have given you this because I want you to move through the country. And as you move, this was an instruction one day, as you move around, pray for the different places you are going to, that there will be salvation. I said, God, what? And God said, that's what I do. I usually put my children in positions because I can trust them that they will impact people's lives. But if they can't be trusted, I don't see why I should put them in. So we need to make it in Saudi Asia. We don't say, Nyanko Pong, Ebe, Ka, Obo, Asakoma. We recommend you. By the time, Oni, Beba, Hosono, Yed, Wey, Sibe, Bibi, Impempe, Shubia, You are like a major person. Why are you there? Because of money? No! So that you can impact the lives of the people. We don't get it. We don't get it. I worked there for, for some years. Almost two and a half years. And I traveled to three-fifths of the country. Seeing a lot of things, having great, anywhere I go, by my work, I was impacting lives and winning souls for Jesus. And doing a lot of seeds. Today, we have quite a number of churches at those places because I passed through that place. 
You have no idea. God has given you that job. But he doesn't know why he should risk himself to get you that job because when you get that job, you will backslide. You will be an agent of the devil. That's why some of you don't have a job even till now. And, and there's no plan of God giving you a job. That's why some of you don't have visas to travel. Because your heart is not correct. So winning must be important not just for the youth, not just for UFS. And then, oh, UFS are winning souls. We, we are not, eh, try UFS, graduate, best son of UFS. Then, young people, they so much Where, where is it said? Even we, the older people, have to make an impact. We are supposed to make that impact. Lord, we have to make that impact. God's way, we have to make, use your job to win souls. Don't give excuses, oh. In a soul-winning mission-conscious church, everybody, somebody say everybody, everybody is interested in winning souls for Jesus. And now, every one of us, be a soul-winner. Use your ejima oye, uskula oko, baby aote, baby opportunity, baby oko koto koko. Find a way of talking to somebody and impact the person. Oko Find a way. Sometimes just walk around and you just want to talk to somebody. When you start doing that, God can trust you to take you places because He can see what is in your heart. So in a mission, conscious church sends out missionaries to plant branches of the church in different nations and in different regions of the world. That's why, as I'm standing here, I'm training five new people in this church to go and start churches. Where? Number one, GPRTU down. That is somewhere there. Liberia camp on the left. Around Auntie um, Audrey's place. Yes. Ransford, are you here? He's not here. Just this week alone, he's won about 10 souls. Wow. Our brother, Sadinam, where are you? Yes, Sadinam sings. Very powerful. I said, Sadinam, you can do better because you're going to Bible school up to a point. Why don't you just go? I'm releasing you, so I'm training them. This week I met them one of the days from a particular point to a ninth. Training them. Where are you going to start your church? Nyanya no down. They call it dawa. He's going to. And you, you see, the thing, it looks like a small thing. So, no start here, sorry, we. Senkwama, ukene yeniha. Sansuna yasumana, ebe se seed. But unless the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much food. Yasumana, emri bimaba, san dawa, sorry, no mechas, hey, nipa hande neguho. It's that small. Bless you, brother. Peter, are you here? Peter is going to start where? Richie? No, uh, that place. Huh? Mountain View, Mountain View. And the other guy, what is his name? Christopher. Christopher, are you here? Stand up. Christopher, you have been in the church for many years. All you do, you come and sit down. Obi and Matisse, some time ago, quote me, lead prayer. 
But you are, you are going to hell. The Lord showed me clearly that. Look, begin to identify the people. Even Auntie Modi, I've been talking to her. Hey, sister, quite now to know he had you about Isha. Isha, rise up. Begin to do things at your workplace. Christopher, being trained to do what? To go to where? Tupa. Wow. A Muslim area. God bless you. And then the, the fifth guy is called Theo. Theo is going to Iron City. Question, you can't sit down and say to me, oh, I just want to lead the scriptures. It is below your sea, sea level. Not a joke. Below sea level. All the pastors here, we can't just be taking off and that is it. We must begin to say, what can I do bigger to take care of more souls? Please, brother, sister, listen to me. Maybe God is using me to say this. To say this. My last scripture. Start preaching. Start listening to soul winning messages. Start reading about the importance of soul winning. What you put in is what will come out. Start reading about the heroes. The heroes of soul winning. The great evangelists and soul winners. Like William Booth. Must, must be people you admire. Not people who are we are for. Hey, who do you admire? Hey, um, Billy Graham no more. Bishop Dag no more. These are your should be your role model. Bible more people who are impacting for God. That's a good role model. Not people who are taking you to hell. John with your picture. I say, hey, me try kiss you. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6 and 7 and I'm done. Don't joke with what you have heard today. Listen to it over and over again. There is a curse on everyone who preaches another gospel. Instead of the gospel of Jesus Christ being has come to save the world. Do you want this curse to operate on your life? Do you want this curse to operate on your life? Do you want this curse to operate on your life, Becky? One day he came to me, Bishop, I want to go to the Bible school. I'm still waiting. And I told you, you don't have to go to the Bible school. Just go through the school that we are doing here and do something for God. Becky, I'm telling you. We can all be something. Who the own person handle branch? Handle by center keke. My car for the past four weeks. Move on. Oh, Do not trifle with the cases of Paul. You cannot substitute the gospel of the cross of Jesus Christ with a gospel of happiness, a gospel of wealth creation, a gospel of marketplace prosperity, a gospel of motivational speeches. Motivational speeches is not gospel. Woe to those who preach another gospel. He says that I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Another gospel is not preaching what Jesus came to preach. That you must repent and give your life to him. 
You have moved to another gospel. You are using motivational speeches. You are preaching about prosperity. If pastors will preach about prosperity, that will become an emphasis. I'm telling you, you are preaching another gospel. We are preaching another gospel. The church does not survive. Just the way we had a couple's night. It cannot be that the church thrives on couple, couple's night. And such programs. That sovereign is like, it's popcorn. It should come once a while. You should eat the real food. The real food is, we must be talking about souls. Not um, couples night, not singles night, not um, all those things that we do. Not dancing stars, not singing. All those things are just extras. The main thing is the main thing. The main thing is the main thing. The main thing is the main thing. Close your eyes, please. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Forgive us and cleanse us from this unrighteousness of being deviated of the truth of preaching the gospel as so witness. May every member of this church have this bedding, a care in our heart to want to go out and win souls, to use our lives to win souls. The blessings are in the soul winning. The things we are desiring are in the soul winning. And as we do that, you have promised us as we seek first the kingdom of God, which is the soul winning, getting people to be saved. Lord, all other things shall be added unto us. This morning, I pray that those who don't know Jesus will give their lives to him. Every eye closed. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. What it means is that you don't have your name in what is called the book of life. You can be around, you can come to church, maybe somebody invited you. But if you die, you go to hell. That's what the Bible says. Unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, so what should I do? I want you to give your life to Jesus. As you are sitting down, you're going to lift your hand and I'll lead you through a simple prayer and you give your life to Jesus. You are here, you want to do that now, lift it up high and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand, you want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Don't think about anybody, think about yourself. Because we don't know when we will die. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Lift it up high. Lift up your hand. It will be a mistake that you are not born again and then you assume you are born again. You can be like a snake amongst woods. And then as you are there, you look like a wood. But you are a snake. You want me to pray with you? Lift up your hand. Let it go high. It should go high. He said, Pastor, I am, I am going to give my life to Jesus today. The Lord is going to save me. He is going to save me. You never know. Maybe that is, that is why he is making me preach this message. Because he wants to save your life. You have been thinking that you are a Christian, but you are not. You have been thinking you are a Christian, but you are not. I tell you, if you are not, you should know yourself. Don't joke with today's message. As your hand is up, there are more people who must lift your hands. You, you are, it's like, oh, my mom is so sad. Oh, my mom is if you are ashamed of me, in Mark 8.38, I will also be ashamed of you when I come in my Father's glory with His holy angels. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand right now. Sit where you are, but lift it up high. Lift it up high. Baby, I have a sensing that there are some people who come to church here, but you are not born again. Lift it up high. Let me pray with you. Add yourself to it now. I'm waiting. Some of you have been invited. You are here. Lift it up high and I'm praying with you. 
Just where you are, as you are sitting, some people have lifted their hands. Say this after me. And I want the whole church to join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Lord Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Clap your hands for Jesus. God bless you, brother. When we close, which pastor is he seeing? Or pastor should see? Reverend Lord, is it you? Have you seen the brother? Let him see your face. Beautiful. When we close, yes. Please sit down. When we close, we'll have a nice chat with you. Let's clap for our brother. He's part of us. Die. When you say die, anything that wants to kill anything in your life, because of communion, it will not work. You come alive. Hallelujah. Some of us were to die through some sickness. But as you take this communion, may that sickness dissolve in Jesus' name. Can I have your loudest amen? Amen. Some of you cry, maybe you're not dying. Jesus will come and then you are still alive. How many want to have that experience? That when Jesus comes, you'll still be alive. Assuming Jesus will come in 2038, which is what I suspect. I don't want to explain that, but I've one more about online and I've taken my time to explain to you before. Is it 2038? You know, from scriptures, I think. <laughs> and then, spiritually to you, not die. So as you take this communion today, you just believe that anything that wants to kill me, anything that is trying to make me die, communion will counteract it. How many believe that? Please stand to your feet now. You're a Christian, a child of the Most High. Lift up the bread, please. There's our faith. This couple here, yesterday they stood in front here. I blessed them and they have become husband and wife. A man in the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. And they have, they said now they are married. And families have accepted that they are married just because a man said it. In the same way, this same man is standing here and saying that this thing, by the same, in the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit, when you eat it, something will happen. When you take Panadol, it goes to do something. You take something for your stomach, it does something. This one too has something it does. Lift it up and say the body of Jesus. And eat it by faith. You should always have your communion too. I lift up the cup of wine. Jesus, we believe in you. We love you. May the blood which this communion wine stands for wash away every sin, cleanse us of every evil, Forgive us of our sins. 
heal us of every disease give us the ability to overcome and because of this blood any evil that wants to come towards you this week may it pass over you in the name of Jesus say the blood of Jesus and say the cup of blessing please drink your blessing now this one I can't trust to give you some let us pray Heavenly Father we submit ourselves to you as your children that by the blood of Jesus you have saved and set apart our prayer is that you help us to love you the more we believe that this communion has established what Jesus wanted to have established in our lives give us the ability to endure today and the days in this week and to meet again on Sunday in the name of Jesus and God's people please say, amen. amen please take your seats I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message for prayers and counseling contact the following numbers 0503 247 49 41 Stay blessed. Live like you. Help me to live just like you. Walk like you. Talk like you. Help me to live just like you.